Hello, kind people. I am sorry that I haven't posted for a couple of months. I've been experiencing something I talk a lot about on this show. I've been in grief. A friend of mine was killed in February, and my brain broke a little bit. I was still able to focus enough to get key things done, but I found it hard to write and to record an episode here. I've started and stopped several times trying to get this out, but, well, I learned a lot through this experience that I think will be valuable to all of you. So I am back and I'm recording. One of the biggest lessons, of course, is that any of us can die suddenly and unexpectedly at any age. My friend's name was Jen Angel. She was 48 years old. Her death was very public. She was robbed in the middle of the day in a parking lot and got massively injured in the process. The incident was covered by lots of media, and you can look it up if you want, but I don't think you need to. Jen was also a public figure, and there have been a number of articles about her life which I think are far more worth your time. I'll link to a couple of good ones in the show notes. I wasn't part of Jen's innermost circle, but I had known her for years, and we cared about each other a lot. So when her closest people called and asked me to help them while she was still in the ICU, of course I said yes. Jen was in the hospital for a week, but it felt like so much longer than that. Every day was filled with so many people and so much emotion, all swirling around the painful awareness of the empty hole where Jen should have been. Everything felt noisy and also too quiet. We talked a lot. We had nothing to say. We were overwhelmed, and we felt everything, and we felt numb. There were so many decisions to be made, and it seemed impossible that anyone could be expected to think. That's not to say that Jen was unprepared. Far from it. Jen had made it easier for everyone by creating a trust, and by telling people what she wanted. Not only that, she did something that I think everyone should do, including me. In addition to officially naming an executor, trustee, and healthcare agent, every year she sent an email to a small set of friends instructing them to work together and support each other if, as she wrote, anything serious should happen to me. When Jen was attacked, the group used that email to get each other's phone numbers so they could all meet at the hospital, commenting on just how prescient her words were. Jen didn't write this email just this year because she had some kind of psychic vision. Sure, perhaps she was more aware of life's precariousness because of her politics and where she lived and worked, but she knew sudden death can happen to any of us. I know this too. I've had a friend die from a blood clot after a routine surgery. I knew a strong swimmer who was swept away by a rogue wave, and more than one person who died in a traffic accident. I've known people who died on vacation, and a young father-to-be who collapsed and died from no apparent reason while on his way to a business meeting. I often talk with people who intend to do their death planning work, but they haven't gotten around to it yet. Some even have children, seniors, or employees who depend on them for something every day. I don't mean to scare you, but, well, okay, I guess I do, if that's what it takes. 
We all hope that we'll live a long time and have plenty of time to make arrangements and say our goodbyes. But that's only a hope or a wish. It's not a plan. I am grateful that Jen did so much planning. Her death was so sudden and violent, so incomprehensible, that our brains got overwhelmed and had little room for anything else. Even with all her planning, there were still plenty of decisions to make. Some were huge and complex and understandably difficult, but even minor things felt super hard. I talk a lot about how our brains get broken by grief, but it had been a few years since I felt it so acutely myself, and I wasn't even the most affected. I was still able to postpone my grief until after the logistics were handled, but I spent every one of those days with people whose daily lives were suddenly altered forever. Two months later, we can all still feel the reverberations, the ways in which thinking remains hard. I found it so hard to write about this, and I found it hard to write about anything else. But I finally did, because I want you to do whatever you can to help your people with a crazy amount of decisions and logistics that are needed in the wake of a death. If I had a hard time knowing what I know, and with all the experience I had and not being someone who talked with Jen daily, just imagine how hard it will be for those you love the most when you go. This is going to be short, and it's definitely a different format. I'll get back to making regular episodes, but I just wanted to let you know what's going on and to ask you to please, please do this work. Thanks.